This is Teacher Answers, a podcast that takes high school students' questions and answers them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 27-year veteran teacher and examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore why high school students do what they do. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Teacher Answer Podcast, episode 23. My name is Sam Griffin, and uh, we are going to talk about what to do when bullied. So what does a victim do when they are a target of bullying? And uh, I have, you know, when you hit the record button, you don't know what's going to happen, right? I have five pages of notes, five pages. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to get this all in one episode or not. I'm going to try. I would much rather put this in one than split it into two, but I don't want an hour-long episode either. So um, let's get to it. Uh, This is episode 23, and uh, it's a six-part, hopefully six-part series on bullying. Um, You absolutely need to go back and listen to episode 20 first, which is the definition of bullying and self-esteem and some statistics and guidelines on bullying and episode 21 which is critical to understanding any of the things i'm gonna say in the next few minutes many minutes um the mindset of a bully that's episode 21 and then episode 22 was the mindset of a victim you gotta understand that stuff first um so again do yourself a favor if you're starting listening to my show stop this like hit the stop button search episode 20 start there and then work up to this one because you're gonna not understand all this fully and i'm afraid you're gonna draw to conclusion draw conclusions that aren't based on all the information right so with that being said um my goal in doing this was to just share what i've learned about it um I can't wait to have conversations with students similar to this. Um, I believe it's solid advice. Um, I believe I don't have all the answers. Okay. For every single situation, you're not, you're definitely not going to hear every answer for every situation here today. Um, but I think you will have a toolbox that you didn't have before you started listening to this and you can certainly teach other people this, uh, because it will work. Um, it won't stop bullying. I mean, the evidence is out there. There have been bullies since the beginning of time and the animal world has bullies. The human world has bullies and it's going to continue to happen. So we need to teach people how to, um, not be victims of it because what I'm trying to do is shed some light on the fact that the bully victim situation is symbiotic, meaning you can't have one without the other. You can't be a bully with no victims. You see what I mean? And you can't be a victim without a bully. So if you stop either one of those, well, then the situation goes away. So... I would like to start this off with my, I tried organizing these five pages into something like cohesive here, but <laughs> I don't know if it's going to or not. We'll see. Um, but I'd like to start with the signs of a victim mindset. And I went over this in um, the mindset of a victim episode, which was the last one. Um, but just real quick, I will, I will give you the 30 second version. So if you're doing these things, you are in the victim mindset. One, everything is negative and life isn't on your side. Okay. So if everything, if you're looking through the negative lens, you're in the victim mindset. Uh, if you ask yourself, why can't people leave me alone? Why are people so mean? Why is he so lucky? That is a victim mindset. If you're what psychologists call ruminating on something like you're running the script in your head, and it's looping over and over and over. 
like I never get ahead. I'm worthless. People don't like me. I'm not fitting in. I don't have friends. And it's just looping over and over. You're in a victim mindset. If you don't think highly of yourself, you're in a victim mindset. If you're angry and resentful of other people's gains, like I said, like you think everybody else is just lucky. Okay. Some people do get lucky, but most people don't. Right then that is a victim mindset. Now, I asked in episode 20, okay, for you to think about something. And I said I was going to give you an assignment. Have you been thinking about this? And that is the statement um, that I heard um, Jordan Peterson say at a lecture. I think he was at the University of Toronto. And it wasn't like some statement that he had on the wall or anything. It was just something that came out of his mouth as he was uh, delivering instruction, which he puts freely on YouTube for everybody to watch. It's amazing. Um, But he said, you you teach people, um, if you teach people to behave and function in the world, they will feel good about themselves. You can't just feel, you can't just teach a kid to feel good about themselves. You have to teach them to, function and behave properly in the world that is what causes people to feel good about themselves but you can't you can't and you know the opposite is true too right if a kid does not know how to function in the world then he will most likely feel bad about himself and hopefully you've been thinking about this i believe dealing with a bully Uh, can be as simple as understanding how to function in that world. And I'm not saying this is easy. It's nearly impossible if you're in the middle of it, right? Um, But you have to teach your kids, your students, your friends how to function and behave in the world. Um, I would like to start off with, um, what I believe is an incorrect attitude and I want to shed some light on it. There, I forget what episode it was, but if you go back and listen to all of my shows, which I hope you do, because there's a lot to all of that, that kind of builds up to what we're talking about right now. Um, I, I said, in an episode, and I think it's relevant to this conversation, um, to not have an I don't care what people think of me attitude. Okay. It is super offensive if, if you say, well, I don't care what people think about me, right? That, that just means that you um, could care less what other people thought. Like you're just, you know, flipping them off. That's kind of what it is. Um, there's no way if you truly have that attitude that you're not just being offensive and people are probably avoiding you. Um, however, I believe that I, I have a belief that you need people in life, people, especially in a bullying situation, right? If you have friends as your backup and you're supporting each other, um, then that's incredibly helpful and could prevent it from the get go. Um, we're going to talk a lot here today about preventing bullying within the first five seconds. Okay. That's the critical, that's the critical time, right? Um, but to go back to this attitude of, I don't care what people think about me. I think the reason that people have this attitude after really thinking about this over the last, uh, going on five weeks now, five and a half weeks of, of thinking about bullying and recording all this. Um, I think when a lot of students and and children say that maybe adults, I've heard adults say it. I've heard 40 year old people say it, that they've been victims of bullying. And this is a defense mechanism. It is an absolute, and I would say effective defense mechanism for bullying. Right. And and I think in a, uh, a true bullying situation, um, 
especially when it's like a, a like a physical in your face not cyber like in your face type bullying um to i think it's totally healthy to not care what that person thinks but you can't let that you can't put those those uh those tinted goggles on right all the time because then you won't have friends in your life and you'll wonder why you don't have friends it's because you can't separate the fact that you have developed this this uh force field around you that you don't care what they think about you right if a bully is calling you fat and ugly all the time it's totally okay to realize that they're a pathetic person and you uh aren't going to care about what they think of you right but then you can't turn to your friends and still have that attitude so you got to switch that on and off and that's i would imagine really hard to do um the uh you know i i think it's i think it's okay to realize if you're in a, a, a bully victim situation and you're the victim of it that a it's not fair okay that's that's not fair okay did you do something to cause this we're going to talk about that too because it is very possible that you may have uh, brought this or some of it or started the wheels in motion on yourself and if if we can't all i'm going to give you many examples of this um it's, it especially happens with cyberbullying. okay people can bring this on themselves and not even realize they're doing it until it's way too late and then they get so defensive they never really own the situation to begin with and uh, i'm going to say for the 15th millionth time uh being a victim is uh is not your fault and continuing to be bullied i should say continue you know being bullied is not something that you uh wanted to happen so and it's uh, you know and if it is happening right now to you i am very sorry uh hopefully you get something out of this and maybe it can help maybe it can help you but yeah it's okay to put the force fields up when it comes to bullies because we know that uh, there have been studies from people who suffer from this long term one of the reasons they suffer from it is because they cared what the bully thought of them you know and then they started believing it right so if you're like you're fat and ugly well you know you hear that all the time and other people are laughing you're, you're going to start to think you're fat and ugly right and uh and then that is going to take you down right which is what a bully wants it's a, a and again, if, if you're still listening to this and you haven't went back and listened to the other episodes like I asked you to, um, bully and victims, it's a power struggle. It's a power struggle. And the only way the bully wins is if the victim gives up his power. And uh, and you can't do that. So, um, you are the person who controls how you feel about what is said, what is being said to you. You're the person who controls how you feel about what is being said to you. When you're being bullied, you need to focus internally and build yourself up instead of externally worrying about what the jerk thinks. That is the truth. Okay. It's n not easy to do, right? Um, but I'm telling you, the only thing you have control over in this world the only thing is what you're thinking about and the decisions that you make based on that that's the only thing you have control over you do not control the weather you don't control whether your car is going to break down or you're going to get a flat tire or a deer is going to run out in front of you or someone is going to pass away or some horrible thing or little thing in your life what you do have a, a absolute control over <clears throat> And what makes a victim is they forget this is or they give up so much power they can't do it okay that's a big thing right there um the only thing you have control over is how you process what's going on and make decisions based on it so uh the first thing a victim has to do well this isn't numbered so if you're taking notes on it i mean this is 
not number one. <laughs> All right. But you have to take responsibility. Like you have to. Um, and you have, and listen to this, the fact that it is now affecting you. Okay. So if somebody calls you fat and ugly, we'll just say, we'll just use that example. Okay. Um, the fact that it is now affecting you is your problem. Whether that is fair or not, that's the truth. It is your problem now to deal with. The ball has been served like a tennis court into your side. You have to figure out what you're going to do with that. And you are in control. And if you go into the victim mindset, which I started off this show with. Okay, so if you start thinking everything is negative and life isn't on your side and it's not fair and maybe I am fat and ugly and worthless and and you you get the loop going, you get the script running in your head, um, you're going to be a victim. Now, one thing, I talked to a lot of people who were victims and uh, several of them said that, you know, they wouldn't, they're not thankful it happened. <laughs> okay. So, but the ones that learned from it, okay. The ones that learned from being a former victim to not let it happen again, developed uh, a little bit thicker skin. I guess we can use that, that metaphor, thicker skin. You, you, you learn how to deploy the force fields when you need to. Okay. Um, and I think you get that through you know, failure in the past. I think you can, no, nothing is more important than failing, right? At something. Cause you learn more failing at something than you do probably succeeding at something. Cause you realize what you did wrong and you take steps to prevent it. And then you can see succeed multiple times. Um, so I'm going to give you a silly example of, of bullying. And I'm going to call it the purple folder. Um, say you uh, you have this. You're walking down the hallway. And for some reason, you have this purple folder that's got, um, I don't know, flowers on it. And it's, it's the most gaudy, goofy, standout thing you could imagine. Okay. So no matter what that is, you let the purple folder be that thing. Okay. It could be the shoes you're wearing, the clothes. Um, your hairstyle, so on. We're going to let all of those things that people put the target, it's a target. Okay. The purple folder is a target. If you choose to take the purple folder to school. Okay. If you choose to paint the target on yourself, then you could, you just maybe went to the top of the list of potential victims, right? Um, so say this, this guy or girl doesn't matter. This is, you know, this doesn't matter what gender it is. Um, but the, you, you know, what's going on in the bully's head, right? They're, they're looking to feel better about themselves and take someone else down. And, uh, and the other neat thing is, um, if you are getting picked on, Okay, you, may, you might want to stop for a second. If you're walking, I hope you are. You're going to be walking a long walk today. This is a big concept. If if you're getting targeted for bullying, you have more power than the bully does. That's absolutely true. Let me say it again. If you are a target of bullying and someone comes up to you and says, your hair looks stupid or you're, you're dumb, you know, stuff like that your purple folders, your, you know, and they, they, they start jumping your case about that. You have more power than they do. What's going on there is they're trying to take you down. Are you going to let them? How are you going to handle this situation? You're walking down the hall with your purple folder. Say your grandma got it for you and she really wanted you to take this to school. Okay. The purple folder. It could be a little kid. It could be a high school kid, whatever, but you didn't want to disappoint grandma and you took it to school and somebody says, uh, God, your purple folders dumb. You must be dumb like that or something. Okay. The classic 
initial bully conversation. Now, I'm not talking about a physical situation where somebody comes up and kicks you or or takes your folder and throws it down the hall or smacks you with the folder. Okay, that that's different. Uh, but just this, the name calling, it usually starts with that, right? The next time the bully, depending on how you react to this, the next time the bully is going to come by and smack it out of your hands and then everybody's going to laugh at you. Okay. The first time it happens within the first five seconds. Okay. What you could say is something like, and you want to be, you want to be matter of fact with these people. Okay. You, you do want to look them in the eye. So the people that are like, just hit them, you know, or stand your ground or all that. Okay. I'm not into hitting people. I'm going to talk about that later. Um, but you do need to stand your ground. Why? Because a bully and every is no different than any other human. We are, we test each other. This is a test. That bully is testing the water. Like you, you know, used to have to, when people took baths, they would fill up the bathtub, right? Well, what do you do before you get in that? You stick your foot in the water to see if it's warm or cold. Cause you kind of need to know that, uh, this is that situation that your purple folders dumb and you're gay, you know, or something they're calling you names. <clears throat> it's a test. It's a test to see how you react. And a bully wants to hear something familiar in his life. And what is familiar in a bully's life? Probably getting victimized, right? So they need a little resistance from you. Okay. So you say something like, yeah, I know it's stupid. My mom bought it for me. My grandma bought it for me. And I, it, you know, it's dumb. You're right. It is stupid, but I'm going to, I'm going to go to class. And you look him right in the eye and say it. What could go through that kid's head? Now, you may get a little resistance on that. You know, they may do a repeat situation like, it's so stupid. You just, yeah, I know, it's stupid. With the mindset of, you could care less what this moron thinks. Because you now have got the shields up. That you, you are about to delete this person from your life. Okay. It's not about ignoring. Okay. Ignoring is something else. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but you're not going to say stuff like I have the right to carry whatever folder I want, whether it's true or not. Never say that. Are you serious? Like you're not going to say that you don't say, why don't you shut up or just walk away and ignore it. Don't do that either. Um, don't go crying about it to others on social media. Like, Oh, this guy picked on my purple folder. Here it is. It, you know, don't call attention to this part. You may want to reconsider the purple folder. Actually, do you have a right to carry it? Yeah. Do you have a right to be victimized? No. But why are you being victimized? Because of your purple folder. If you didn't have that, that conversation wouldn't happen. Do you see that? That is called situational awareness, which we'll talk about later too. The show is going to be for, it's going to be long. <laughs> it's just going to be, but I refuse to not cover all this. Okay. So I'm not going to skip anything because it's all important or I would have not put it on these five pages. Don't go ranting on social media about and, and call some bully out on social media or start, you know, doing that. Th this is a minor situation that you can handle. You really can. You can handle the situation. You look him right in the eye and say, yeah, this folder is, it's weird looking, isn't it? They, they won't know how to deal with that. You know, and like I said, the best thing they will probably have at that point is to try to repeat it. And then if you are standing your ground and just, it, but you're going to move on, right? You're not confronting this guy. You're not going to sit there and step toe to toe with him. You're just going to go, you, you probably stop and say, yeah, it is. It is stupid. I actually hate this folder. Whether you do or not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Maybe you love this thing and it's like sentimental. Um, but you say, yeah, this is stupid. My grandma bought it for me. It's embarrassing. You're right. And, and if you can 
laugh at the situation for it's the whole situation is just absolutely ridiculous and most bullying starts like this you know but you don't want to ignore it you know ignoring it you think about it what what does that mean ignoring that that takes all of your energy what you want to do is not spend any energy on this situation you got energy you, that you need uh, for the classes you're going to and that's what matters that's what matters we talked about grades and how much they matter in your future they're hum humongous you get the good grades you're learning time management you're learning all this situational stuff that you have to do right um you, you want to get out of this situation and move on with it and that's why if you're walking down the hall you can't look like a wimp right you need to be and the way that you do that is to just kind of have a serious look on your face not like you're mad or or being weird but you're just trying to accomplish what you're doing like you're you're going to the next class in the hallway you shouldn't be scared of the hallway okay or anybody in it and if somebody's like good your purple folder stupid you're gay and you know, like that you can't be like why do you kind of bend down blah, blah, blah. you can't be doing that you got to just say you got to stand your ground in a very non-threatening way and say, Hey man, I'm going to class. I know this folder is stupid. You, you are definitely probably most likely smarter than this bully. You need to articulate your words carefully in what you say, and you can practice this, you know, I think the next thing you should do to, so that this doesn't happen again, right? You want to take action on this. You want to be an aggressive person. You really do. Instead of a passive person, you want to be an aggressive person. What I would recommend is that you, you, if you're a teenager, you should be journaling. I think you should be, you should be writing stuff down personally, not on a blog site, ranting about what happens to you during the day. I mean, I suppose you could do that, but what's going to happen is bullies are going to come find that someone with the bully mindset again episode 21 for that the bully mindset you need to understand it you can't understand how to prevent bullying if you do not understand the bully mindset because they feed off each other you can't have one without the other <clears throat> but i think you should journal it and then i think you should analyze the situation you should definitely be analyzing the situation okay it's kind of like, go at it like a scientist almost. Okay, here's what happened. Here's the evidence. Here's what I did in this situation. And, and I'm talking everything you did. Everything. I chose to do this. You take responsibility. If you, the more responsibility you take on, the more meaning, meaningful your life is going to be. If you just throw away responsibility and be like, I have a right to do whatever I want. You're, it's not, you're, it's not going to be. It's not going to be, well, it's not going to end well. Okay. You can't just give up. What I'm saying is you can't give up response. You have a right to, t to have a purple folder. I'm not saying that whatever. And most of the time <clears throat> kids today don't care. They really don't, but you're going to find these people that are trying to take you down a notch to make themselves go up a notch, right? Or at least appear to by taking you down power stroke. Um, but you can't just fall into the trap of giving up responsibility, you know, cause it's, it's the easiest thing to do. It's like, well, whatever happens, happens. What? No, you have to make stuff happen in life. What, whatever happens, happens is the weakest thing I've ever heard. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just a victim. See, that's the same thing. It's absolutely the same thing. Um, let's see here. You need to, like I was talking about journaling, right? You need to, be, the reason why you're writing this down and reflecting on it is to try to prevent it from happening so that you learn, right? You're practicing life right there and you need to search for clarity on the situation. Here's what happened. Here's who it was, right? It's probably a good idea to avoid that person. This guy's got nothing. I'm saying guy, uh, this bully has nothing to offer you. Nothing. 
It's okay to think that. Leave this person alone, right? Deconstruct the problem and realize that you are in control of your actions and your thoughts. And if you screw it up the first time, fix it the second time. If it comes up again, purple folder's dumb, you know. Hey, purple folder. You know, form an intelligent thing to say, like we talked about, and the problem could go away right there. So um, you must, the reason why that's effective of saying something like, hey man, it, not loud. You don't want to say it loud to a bully. You don't want to be like, hey man, my grandma got this for me. I hate it. it it's a dumb folder. I agree with you, but I got to go to class and I got my crap in this folder and it's kind of sentimental to me because she bought it. You know, I, I, it's, it's dumb, but I'm going to class. That That's strong because the bully will probably think, well, I kind of understand that. I mean, it's certainly better than saying, why don't you shut up? Or I have a right to do whatever, you know, you get that reactionary stuff. That is not reactionary. What I, the, what I just said was not reactionary. Okay, it was actually, you stood your ground and you said something that the bully could maybe relate to, you know? So, diffusing a potential bully situation may involve laughing it off sometimes. I mean, you should, as you, as you say this, kind of think the situation's funny. Maybe this person is someone that... Um, you know, that you could actually deal with. And, uh, cause I mean, bullies are, are after friends, right? But they just don't know how to get it. They don't know how to get it. So they, they are in the take, take, um, attitude. So now when bullying happens, um, parents will, you know, if, if bullying's happening at school, um, parents are going to take the side of their kid. That That's a natural thing. They're going to get mother hennish, right? Father bear, mother bear is going to kick in and you're going to defend that kid. That might, but as a parent, okay. As a parent, you can't always say my kid did nothing wrong. I know you want to believe that, right? But it is possible that this that your child has been throwing gasoline on this fire for weeks and then a fight happened at school or it got the bullying kind of kind of went from a one or a three to a seven or an eight which is starting to get serious right i think you know if if that happens you have to talk you got to kind of control your emotions as a parent too. And you say, okay, what, what exactly happened? And I want you to tell me everything. What, what did you do? What did he do or she do? What did the victim do? What did the bully do? Um, but if you, you know, if a kid thinks that he's perfect or she's perfect and the parents think that he or she is also perfect, well, then it's never your fault, right? And that's a thing that victims see. It's, you know, it's always someone else's fault instead of yours. Are you taking responsibility when you say that? No, you're not. Um, I'm convinced that you can practice this. You can practice this and you should practice this with your kids. Um, and I'm talking about comeback lines to a bullying situations. And, you know, I'm not going to do all of those because you could go to YouTube and watch them. There are uh, trained people that that's their job. They've written books on the situation and they will take people and role play it. And uh, and we'll show you how to defuse a situation. Right. 
what I'm going over is why that works, which is extremely important. So it's not about you have 40 comeback lines in your arsenal to prevent being bullied, but you understand why they work. That's so that you can develop one for any situation. That That's the toolbox I'm trying to give you. Um, now, another thing. Well, think about it. You do it during a job interview. Do you not practice? If you have a job interview and it's like your dream job, right? Are you not rehearsing your lines? If a boss says, how do you feel you could be an asset to this team? Do you not have a line prepared for that? What is your biggest strength? Do you not have a line for that? God, you're so ugly. Do you have a line for that? Or do you just handle it wrong? You know, people screw up job interviews by saying the wrong thing. People screw up and become victims because they can say the wrong thing. Not always, but a lot of times. I'm convinced, I don't know what percentage, but I would say a large percentage of bullying can be prevented by having good situational awareness and responding correctly within the first five seconds of uh, like an antagonistic bullying approach whatever that was uh another thing and this is so hard right this is a really really hard one um is to remember that you're in the ecosystem of high school right so if you're a victim just remember that this you're 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 fish you're in a fishbowl right whatever high school it is that's a fishbowl microcosm right a world but it's not the whole world so remember that you're going to grow up and you're going to get out of this fishbowl. And that may be what it takes. You know, a lot of, a lot of parents, it will get to so bad that they will transfer schools for their kid to get them away from bullies. And, and that's, that may be an effective approach in doing that. But at the same time, you're also, uh, working on, um, teaching people how to, uh, you know, kind of get out of that victim mindset <clears throat> do not see yourself through the eyes of a bully okay high school is not the whole world but to the victim it is the whole world but you cannot start seeing yourself through the eyes of a bully remember what a bully does that projects themselves onto you you're fat and ugly well the bully thinks they're fat and ugly and they want they're sick of thinking about it so what they're going to do is make you feel fatter and uglier than them so that they feel a little bit better at a power struggle <clears throat> you if you get so far into the victim mindset that you think that you're worthless okay this is this is some serious stuff. Okay. This is, this should not be treated lightly. If you got a friend that sees themselves as worthless, uh, that is a big flashing red warning light right there. And you have to talk to them and get them help. Even if it's like a therapist, whatever it is, a lot of people think going to a therapist is, you know, a sign of something's wrong. Well, it could be, Right. In this case, something is wrong. Um, but you know, I, you could talk to a therapist when things are going right too. I'm just throwing that out there, but, uh, it just doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, but in the situation where someone is feeling worthless, uh, this is, this is one of the, you know, um, I think worst places a person could be in. And, and I'm going to just tell you something. You're not worthless, no matter what. You know, you could always go outside and pick up sticks out of the yard for your mom or your dad or your grandma. And that makes you not worthless. Do you see what I'm saying? 
This is how to function in the world. If you teach a kid to function in the world, they'll feel better. Go out and pick sticks up in the yard. Accomplish a small little goal. You have to put like little puzzles together before you put the big puzzles together. Especially if you're in a victim mindset. You're not worthless. Go pick sticks up out of the yard. See, see what you do for someone. They're going to say, wow, God, thank you. And you're going to feel better because you contributed, right? <clears throat> you have to learn to function in the world. I heard this the other day. I'm going to talk about it again on cyberbullying, but I'm just going to, I have to talk to you right now about it. Uh, maximum security prison. Um, forget what country it in, but they required 70 minutes a day for the prisoners to be outside, right? These, these were bad people, right? Convicted of doing very bad things. Uh, but they, you know, by law had to have 70 minutes of outside time. Statistically, teenagers don't go outside for 70 minutes. Did you just fall over when you heard that? Get back up. Maximum security people, prisoners, are forced to go outside. And statistically, that's more than teenagers go outside. Most teenagers do not go outside for 70 minutes. Go outside and pick up sticks. Do something, right? You're not worthless. You're not. Please surround yourself with like-minded people. You have to surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, don't surround yourself with people that also think that, you know, that, that are also, you know, that are going under. Now I'm talking about before you're a victim, right? Before you go into the, the victim mindset so hard, you think you're worthless. You, you, I'm talking just regular, you know, people in the hallway you got you you need people in your life and you need to surround yourself with like-minded people which means and we talked about that stat in episode 20 um about a way to you know um i was talking about suicide and uh one of the things that the cdc recommends to to battle that these dark dark feelings that lead to that um is to be involved in things at school like clubs and sports and, and and anything anything where you get on some sort of thing that makes you feel like you're you're involved right that's super important um you don't want to hang out with people that are going to use you and i'm talking about outside of school like um call it what you want you know like if you if you hang out with turds you're going to get it all over you and you're going to smell like it and you're going to be one. Okay. Um, so you're, you're looking for positive people moving forward and up. That's what you're looking for. Hang out with those people. Um, do you know on social media how, um, there's a block button? That social media is an interesting thing, right? You can just hit a block button and never hear from someone again. But block, never see what they write. Don't you wish you had that in the hallway with your purple folder? You don't have a block button. But if you go at a bully trying to ignore them, Okay, you're going to have no energy left over because you're going to you're going to think about what happened and you're going to try to prevent it. You're going to try to prevent your mind. Ignoring means you're preventing your mind from dealing with it or from thinking about it. Right. And you're fighting it. You're fighting, fighting, fighting. But it'll creep through no matter what. It always creeps through. So ignoring is not good. You need to have a block button. Okay, and what I, I call this deleting someone deleting like you delete a file on your computer that doesn't mean hurting the person it just means deleting them okay um like you're not giving 
enter any more of your energy to this person. Right. And that may involve, uh, avoiding avoiding is not ignoring. Like if you know, the bully is on, uh, this part of the hallway and hangs out there and waits for you go the other way. That's called situational awareness. It's not called being a wimp. Seriously. Situational awareness. We're going to talk about that here in a minute too. Um, but bullying a lot of times is just to get a reaction. Okay. Maybe it didn't start as personal at all. And maybe that kid saw your purple folder and doesn't even know who you are, but just decides that they're going to get their thrills by trying to get a reaction out of you. You should speak out to, um, authority figures. Okay. Teachers, um, administrators, whatever. You don't want to keep this silent. I've said that every one of these episodes, you don't, you don't want to keep this silent. Um, you know, life is not fair enough to keep it, to keep it silent. Uh, you need to let people know what's going on. So telling victims how unfair the world is and how everyone else should change is wrong and unhelpful. Telling victims how unfair the world is all the time and how everyone else should change and how wrong bullying is, is the wrong thing to do. You have to change your mind. You have to change how you handle the situation. If you've let this go on and go on and go on, if you do nothing different, it's going to continue to go on. Your thoughts and your actions that you do are the only thing you're in control of. It's the only thing you're in control of. And if you go down the victim mindset path, you will realize or you will think you are no longer in control of it. You will say stuff like, I don't know why I always get upset when so-and-so. That's victim talk. You are in control of it. You are in control of it. Break out of the victim mindset. All right. Um, one, one good way to feel better about this is to give to others. Um, a lot of the advice I heard talked about that, you know, and I, I used the example of picking up sticks for your mom, your grandma, whoever. Giving to others makes you feel better. Okay. Um, a lot of advice talked about building a gratitude list, right? You're talking about what are you good at and what, you know, those things you kind of need to focus on. Um, that's why I really think you should take it a step farther and journal about it. When there's something about it, I've done it. When you write your thoughts down and I think eventually you, when things are bad, do that first journal about it and you don't want to take this thing to school you don't want to take this journal to school and you certainly don't want to make this online where somebody can access your private thoughts right this is your little diary here okay and you keep it secret and to yourself and but um but you express kind of like how you're feeling and and it helps it will help you um it may help you to get some closure on some things you know, um, but I do think that you can outlearn the victim mindset. I think that you can, and you need to have conversations with people about this outlearning the victim mindset. In other words, you recognize when it's starting to happen. If you're starting to see the world negative, boom, you're in the victim mindset. You got to get out of it. You got to think of things differently. Um, but, but journaling is awesome because you have evidence on what happened, you know, and, and you, cause your, your memory is only so good, right? You're going to forget certain things, but if you're journaling things down, um, and you're kind of reflecting on it and asking yourself, what, what did I do in this situation? How did, could I have handled this differently? 
um, what should I do next time or different? What should I have done differently? Uh, I asked one of my, um, friends that I know and, uh, he is a wrestler high school, really, really good, solid wrestler, right? Has won, um, many things. And I said, Hey, do you get bullied in high school? And he looked at me and he's like, no. And I, I know why that is, but I said, why do you think that is? And he goes, well, I just kind of mind my own business and I'm pretty confident. Like he, it took him a second to say that, but of course he's confident. Do you know why? Because he could annihilate a bully. Do you understand that? So if th this is a whole nother level, if you, if a bully, if this state champion wrestler was carrying the purple folder and somebody came up to him, first of all, the bully wouldn't come up to him because he would have a certain look. And I'm not talking about a physical body. I'm talking about he, his confidence would be off the charts. Okay. And if, if some bully came up to him and went, go, your folder's dumb. He would just laugh at him. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. That's, that's important. And that, that conversation would probably stop right there because the bully would sense that. Remember a bully goes after, um, someone that they believe is weak and you can't always tell who, you know, who is trained in something. You could have some kid that's a, a very accomplished boxer, you know, or a martial artist or something like that. And, but that, that confidence is going to come through the first thing that they say to that bully. Okay. Because they know that they could annihilate that person if it got physical. It, now, not that it would, because most people that, that train in physical contact sports like wrestling and martial arts and boxing or something like that are, are pretty humble, peaceful people. And they, they want to avoid fighting, right? That's the first rule of martial arts classes, avoid fighting, you know? I have several notes here. I think if you have kids, they should be involved in some sort of contact sport like martial arts, you know, and here's why martial arts, for example, or, or, or a team like a wrestling team is a perfect form of self-defense. It's incredibly effective, incredibly effective. Um, if you were to take martial arts at the YMCA, okay, or whatever, something like that, you become a white belt. Boom. Just like that. All you got to do is keep coming back to class. You will get a white belt. Now that teaches you to be humble because you're walking around with people with higher rank belts than you, and you know, you're not as good as they are, but it gives you something to work at. And remember happiness comes from working hard at a long-term goal, like becoming a really good wrestler or a really good boxer or some sport or whatever, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a physical contact sport, but I can tell you this from someone who has done it. Uh, the hardest thing in the world to do is to get punched in the face and keep your eyes open. That is the hardest thing to do is to get punched square in the face and keep your eyes open because what happens? You get punched in the face. Naturally your eyes close. Well, what, what do you think is going to happen again? You're going to get punched in the face again because your eyes are closed. You won't even see it coming, let alone dodge it. If you watch a boxing match, they don't close their eyes when they get punched. It's amazing. Train to do that. You know, that is going to give you a level of confidence that you can handle yourself if it does become physical and you have that last stand, 
where someone is attacking you. Even in that situation, you could probably handle yourself. Not that you should be looking for that situation. Um, but I believe it can affect your mind and your confidence. And that's what a victim is lacking is confidence, right? And you get that very slowly. So if you do have little kids, sign them up for it, try it. They may like it and they may not like it. That's fine. But I'm telling you, it, it can really make you think differently about things. So, um, people should know after three seconds of interacting with you that it's a seriously bad idea to mess with you and being able to articulate counters. I'm talking not, not counter punches, but counter things that you're saying, like you're practicing this, um, as if it's a job interview, um, is that, that is better than fighting. Of course, I would not advocate fighting in any way. And that's, a, that's a, another dangerous thing about martial arts, right? Cause people, they'll stop taking it or they'll like go through a little self-defense training that lasts an hour. And they're like, well, I know how to, I know how to kick someone in the, in the privates. And I no, you don't, you don't know how to do that. If you're getting shoved around and slammed into lockers. The chances of you landing that is 0% in a fight. So you got to be humble enough to realize that you don't know how to do that. Okay. But don't, you know, you got to confidence is okay, but delusion is really bad. Okay. So it takes a long time to do that years. Um, if you do get into a scary situation, then you, you have to remain matter of fact. Okay. And have situational awareness. You have to, um, I remember there was when I was in high school, a, uh, a person that would take money from people. He would just shake you down for money. Now this was eighties right? But you would get slammed against the lockers and he would threaten to, you know, destroy you if you didn't give him your lunch money. It happened all the time. If you tell anybody, I'll kick your butt, you know, all that. So you go into the victim mindset, you, you, you know, but what do you do? You avoid the guy. You just go the other way. Problem solved, deleted, Right? No last stand needed. The, you should just take a swing at him. Do you know what could happen if you did that? You could get permanently psychologically damaged, let alone hurt. Cause chances are that bully on an, with, you know, picking on somebody could in fact, uh, beat someone up because they probably have been in fights their whole life. Okay. And so advocating fighting against somebody like that is, is not a good plan. Cause you could get beat, you could get the crap beat out of you and seriously hurt, you know, um, or you could get embarrassed in a way that you're not going to recover from very easily. Okay. You know, um, I won't get into that, but like it, it could be really bad. So it's much better to have situational awareness. I listened to, um, a podcast called the Jocko podcast. He's a Navy seal. You should totally listen to his podcast. This is one of the toughest dudes you could imagine. I think he's got multiple black belts. Um, some in Brazilian jujitsu really tough guy. First words out of his mouth, have situational awareness, avoid the situation. You know, you have to do this. You have to put yourself in a position not to be bullied first. You have to, if you're not doing that and you continue to put yourself in positions that you could get bullied, you're doing it wrong. 
And you need to be responsible enough to understand that. And the way that you're going to realize that is you have to do what I said earlier, analyze the situation. When something like this happens the first time and you didn't handle it well and you darn well know it, you say, okay, what, what happened here? Let's take my ego out of it. Let's take the fact that it's not, it wasn't fair. What exactly happened? You have situational awareness. Um, be, I want you to be secure. I want you to be secure in yourself to be able to laugh a situation off. Be secure with yourself not to ignore something. Be secure with yourself enough to go up to a bully and look him in the eye in a non-confrontational way. You know how you can look at a dog, by the way? You look a dog in the eye and they may just bite you. Because that's a threat. You can look at someone, you can look at a bully and defuse a situation. If you do it right. Be matter of fact about it. Matter of fact is, you know, um, I do this all the time with students. If a student's like really upset about something and we're out in the hall talking, you just be matter of fact. Hey man, here's what I see. I see, I see X, Y, and Z. You know, you be matter of fact, not emotional reactive, you know. Teachers can get bullied too by students. Absolutely. Because they, they don't know how to handle the situation. They get in shouting matches and whatever. Um, that That's a real easy one to get in the trap of. But you, you don't want to do that. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. You just be matter of fact. Hey man, here's, here's what's going on. I'm trying to do this. You're kind of, you know, in the way here. Here's what, I, here's what I need you to do. If it's, if it's a bully situation, you can't really do that because you don't have control over that situation. But, um, but you know, delete, avoid, put the force fields up, realize that they're kind of a pathetic person who needs help, but maybe you're the person not to do that. And you just need to move on with your day because what you don't want to do is let someone take your energy. If they take your energy, you are losing. Don't let it. You can be like your purple folder, stupid or again, whatever. And just say, yeah, good one. Sorry. You're having a bad day and move on. Delete block see what i'm saying that's different than ignoring ignoring me ignoring is what'll happen is you'll start to think about it again because you couldn't possibly have that much energy to ignore something that's so potentially harmful but you can learn to delete it having a sense of humor is super powerful um but you have to move forward realize that that bully is pathetic in that situation and move forward you got to protect yourself life is hard enough and you got to step over that person not on over and over stepping over someone may mean uh avoiding go go to class a different way eventually it'll it'll stop right because why because bully will find another target sadly but Letting people know what's going on. Hey, there's this guy. You find find the teach find the right teacher. You know the one that'll that'll handle it. We're gonna talk about that in in the last episode. The only way to reduce bullying and and part of the reason why <clears throat> I believe it's being handled wrong. Um but uh but life is hard enough. Step over them like a speed bump or a pothole. Don't keep stepping in that pothole. Don't keep hitting it with your car. It's no different. You know where that pothole is on the road. Don't keep running into it. Do you, do you understand that? I just thought of that. You know, don't be like, uh, I'm only a man. If I hit this pothole, right? You don't do that. You avoid the pothole. It's no different. There are bullies out there. 
there will continue to be. Drive around it. Learn to deal with it. <clears throat> Don't keep it silent. Don't keep it silent. That's the worst thing you can do. Talk to people. Bring to authorities the problem. If you are getting physically hit, hurt, or it's going on too far, you have to tell someone immediately. Right? Immediately. Um, I got through all five pages. I don't know where we're at. Hour and five minutes. Um, you guys have a good one. If you got something out of that, leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That would be the best way to get the show in the hands of other people. Write, write a little testimonial or something like that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform you use. Um, but I, ho- I hope you got something out of that. And uh, the next episode will be um, regarding social media bullying. Right. And that'll be a fun one. I mean, it's not fun, but you know what I mean? It'll be different. Um, we'll kind of get out of the hallway a little bit on that one. Um, so anyway, have a good, <clears throat> excuse me. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to teacher answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacher answers at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on the anchor podcast site anchor.fm slash teacher answers. <laughs> <laughs>